This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch. Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have flown their rivals away.
Leicester till I die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. All right, the back. How we doing? It seems a bit dark in here. Is it just me? <laughs> Maybe because I'm wearing white. That the, the back, it does look a bit dark. But I've got all my lights on. I don't know what it is. Excuse me. I was just honestly no wonder I am having to reorder all the old shirts, the retro shirts again in larger sizes because I'm just my tea between that to fit in between the two shows was very quick and basically sweets and chocolate. Uh, I've just had a, a had a whisper. I'm eating a whisper at the moment, but hey. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> we're going to be joined by Steve and Brad, and we're going to be looking at uh, this week's predictions. It's the Letter Till I Die Premier League Prediction Show with Chris, Brad, and regular special guest, ex-Lester City player Steve Linex. Like and subscribe now. Yes, and my, my whisper joke is about as good as they will get. <laughs> if you expect anything better, you are going to be very, very disappointed. Well, oh, it's nice to be back. Um, and we're going to bring the guests in. First of all, say good evening to Brad. Hello, sir. How the devil are you? Hello? Can you hear me? I'm all right, Chris. How are you? Ah, uh, we, we, are Houston, you Houston, we can hear you. I'm not so. It's been. It's lovely to see yeah, you. I think right. it's nice to have you. So much better than that guest we had on earlier. Oops, I don't know what he's doing. We'll, we'll bring, we'll bring Steve in. Good evening, Steve. How are you, boys? I'm fine, thank you. Good, good, good. I'm not sure whether Brad's with us or not with us at the moment. Can you hear us, Brad? He looks like he's being attacked by a cat. <laughs> <laughs> After the recent shows I've done, let's not go there. Brad, mm. can you hear us? Hello? No, he did actually confidently say earlier that he had got his Wi-Fi back in his bedroom, and he doesn't. Brad, <laughs> you, are, you, are, you, you are in and out like a... Well, let's not go there, eh? <laughs> oh, I, I, I give up, mate. I give up. <laughs> oh, a bit late. Just say hello. I want to say thanks for earlier for Ant becoming a, a new Bronze member. How are you doing, Mike? Uh, buzzing for this. Big up, Steve, Chris, and Brad. Cheers, Mike. Um, said it is a bit darker than usual. It. I know. I just don't. I just don't get it. Maybe. Maybe by beauty is shining through so much. Uh, Scott. Hello, Stephen, Brad and Chris. Hope you are well. We are indeed. And, well, as soon as Mike's in, I think we've got to play this oh. for him. Dick Paradise oh, or Rod Fanny? <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Rod Fanny. He used to play for Marseille. Oh, yeah. you know your That's Fanny. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 I tell you what, Steve. There's two hours of that. If anybody wants to go on to Lesson Till I Die, go down to the quiz heading and look at um, uh, Reese versus Mike. There is, um, <laughs> it, it, as you said, that was one of the clean bits I could use. But, um, 
I couldn't have got away with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, uh, we, we know I've, we've got the we've still got the one of you saying you hate Tottenham and Arsenal. That's never going to go away. But oh, no. uh, Scott, <laughs> uh, Scott says my prediction is Perez starts up front. Well, I tell you what, Brad, you still with us? Yes, he's moving. I think Brad knows what's coming. Um, do you remember Steve? He always used to say how he was top of the league and how, you know, he, he was confident and he wasn't worried about anybody catching him up. Well, you know, be careful what you wish for because um, let's just have a look. Let's just scroll down here. Oh, look. Brad on 96, Chris on 98, Steve on 87. Brad? Oh, your crown is slipping, sir. Yeah, I suppose that's what I get, don't I, for uh, for being so smug about it. But I knew it'd happen eventually. I did always fear that. Uh, although I must say, I must say, I don't know about you, Chris. I mean, I've heard rumours that the Steve Linex FC are very gutted to hear that Steve's back this week because their interim manager's got him more points than he usually gets. <laughs> I, that to you, Steve. I did better. You did, right I did better that. for you. I did better for you, mate, than I did over two weeks for myself. So I've really lost the plot. So your next take, take my spot, mate. <laughs> he did, in fairness. Um, but there we go. So I mean, looking at some of the who's results there. I mean, what a week. I mean, you know, who would have thought that um, Chelsea would have beaten Crystal Palace or me? I would have thought that. Uh, who would have thought Southampton would have beat Everton? Oh, me. I would have thought that. But all joking aside, and I'm going to suffer now. I know I'm blowing my own trumpet. There were some weird results, wasn't there, Steve? Oh, yeah. That's football, isn't it? It is. It That's is. Um, I mean, just a, just a very quick question, because we, we had a show earlier, which was sort of basically a Brendan in or out discussion. Um, do you think Leicester should stick with him? I think so. I think, um, like you said before, it's either the manager or the players. Mm. Uh, I thought when I watched the game, I thought Leicester were a lot better attacking-wise. Uh, I thought they started putting some uh, good moves together, which they hadn't been doing for the previous weeks. But you've still got to look at the defence. Um, yeah. It is it is a problem, and I think uh, it's not going to go away until he makes two or three changes, either mm. to the players or to the system. Because you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't carry on doing the same thing. You can't the keep voice of that. reason. The yeah, voice of reason. If the system's not right, and you can't, vice versa. Mm. You know what I mean? You can't blame the system if the players are not right. And it's, it's just trying to get the blend, uh, the blend together. I mm. think he should really try something new now. And well, I know, think he's, he's going to have a good result this weekend, isn't he? Because we're not playing, so he can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He can't, can't lose at the weekend if you're not playing. I like exactly, exactly. But um, on to um, this week's games, and we're going to start first of all with Southampton versus Norwich. Norwich got what we thought they would do against Liverpool last week. It wasn't a surprise. Uh, the surprise was the fact that they went 1-0 up uh, at the start, to be honest with you. Um, Southampton, they're up to 10th, they're above us. Um, and by five points, they've won two in the last five. They beat Tottenham, well done, lads. And, of mm. course, they beat Everton 2-0 at the weekend. Um which do you think, Steve? Southampton at home or are Norwich going to 
come back and get... Uh, and in fairness, Norwich have actually won two of the last five, but can you see them making it three? No, I can't. Uh, the momentum's with Southampton now. Um, that's going to carry them on a bit. They're getting a lot of good results. They're getting um, a good performance from all the players rather than just a few individuals. I think the team is starting to gel. Mm. And um, it's been refreshing watching them the last few games. So yeah, I think so. You're going for the first Southampton. Right, let's just put that in there. Uh, oh, let me... You know, I'd be good if I prepared for this show, wouldn't it? One time I will, <laughs> I will do that. Uh, Mike is actually saying, um, are there any midweek games next week? Is that is that me with the music? No, it's, it's gone. It's gone. Whatever it was, it's um, the music on here is not very good anyway. But Mike is the only person that could agree to do a quiz and then double book himself with his own team's match in Europe. Um, oh, and he's gone as Brad. So, Mike, I don't know if Manchester United are playing next week. I would have hoped you did. I agree. Well, hopefully we'll get Brad back. Uh, maybe he, he he's moved in his house. But I'm going to agree with you, Steve. Um, yeah, Norwich... I mean, it's very tight down the bottom, as off as bad as that sounds. But um, you know, what Burnley dragged themselves off. But I just think Southampton are going about their work very quietly, very neatly. And I think Ralph is a good manager. And somebody said to me the other day, "Would I take Ralph at Leicester?" And the honest answer is, yes, I would. Um, and I think he will move on soon. Sorry, Southampton fans, but I'm going to agree with you and go for a Southampton win. Um, on that, so uh, let me just put myself in there. Um, is it going to work? Here we go. There we go. And we'll get. We'll try and get Brad later uh, if he comes back in. Um, talking about that one, and you, you look at the Southampton manager. He was going mm-hmm. through a bad patch, and everybody wanted him out. And I yep. think that's how you start to, to judge the managers now of how they get out of the bad um, the bad patches. Yes. Um, the thing that's against uh, Brendan Rodgers at the moment is his, his bad patch seems to be lasting quite long. And it's not until you see an improvement and how he gets out of it that you can say that he's still still got it and he's a really good manager. So, it is. And I think, to be honest, we, we, as I said this with, with, with Rodgers... I don't, and I can't. He doesn't use it as an excuse, so maybe we shouldn't use it as an excuse. But he has had horrendous injuries. Nine defenders in all this season have been injured, not all at the same time, obviously, but as a lot of them were. And you, as I think it was Clinton Morrison said on the BBC after the Wolves game, judge a manager when he's got his full team available and then see how he does. Um, but yeah, like you say, you can, you know, we. Clubs can get rid of managers too quickly. You know, look at, you know, say Ralph twice has lost 9-0. And um, um, to, uh, um, you know, he's still there. And talking about being still there, um, (laughs) Brad, you're back. Yeah, yeah, I am. Sorry about that. That's okay, sir. We'll just uh, fill fill in airtime till you came back. Uh, Southampton, Norwich, we've both gone for Southampton. Uh, then I'm going to be different. I'm going to go for a draw. Oh, Scott went for a draw, to be honest with you. Um, so, 
on. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, Scott went for the draw. Mike went for the 2-1 win to Southampton. I won't add you on if you don't mind, Mike, because it will, it will just confuse Mike because he did a little bit last week with Dan, but um, we, we actually had Dan on screen. Next game, Leeds United versus Tottenham. Um, Tottenham seem to like to play until the 100th minute. And it's only, they only seem to start playing sort of 85 minutes onwards. Uh, I know which way you're going to go, Steve, but I, I am contractually obliged to ask you anyway. Um, it's the Saturday morning game. Obviously, the Southampton game was on Friday. Uh, Leeds, can you see them getting anything? Or do you think Tottenham are going to leave with the uh, three points? I think it's the same scenario as Burnley. You know, you're going through a bad patch. Um, Leeds haven't been as bad as Burnley, but mm. it's... It's what Leeds team turns out again. You know, they can either be good or they can either, you know, be poor. There's no no in between. Um, yeah. Hopefully Tottenham will get carried away with their good result or the last couple of good results and they'll shoot themselves in the foot. But um, I'm hoping that, you know, Leeds, the proper Leeds turn up and um, smash them. <laughs> so we would expect nothing less of you, Steve. <laughs> when you weren't able to make it, that was two games that we were determined. We knew that we could predict right for you um, mm -hmm. in your choices. So, yep, you're going to go. I say for a Leeds win. I mean, Tottenham, Brad. You know my feelings towards Tottenham. I mean, they did it again against Manchester City, and they do say you need a little bit of luck to um, to win. But they're getting it in spades, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they are, but you could also argue at points that they, they probably merited it over the, 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 you know, the majority of the game to earn that look. It's, just, you know, it's not just gifted to you. It, so, But it just still depends on what Spurs turn up. If the Spurs that turn up and play like that against Man City, then they'll coast it. It's Leeds, but do I see Leeds causing an upset? I'd like to, but I just, I just don't. So for that reason, I am just gonna say a Tottenham win. I feel hard saying it. Yep, Steve will never speak to you again now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mike has gone. 3-1 Tottenham, as indeed has uh, Spurs, as indeed has Spurs, sorry, as indeed has Scott, sorry Scott, just uh, changing in there. I mean, I, I'm very much with you, Steve, um, but it is Leeds, and do you know what? I'm going to be a bit different. I, I was going to go for a Tottenham win, to be honest with you, Um I mean, Brad's going to try and be different to try and grab the points back, I know. Um, oh, do I go for a draw or do I go for a Tottenham win? Ooh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, Leeds, what, what are they doing? Um, see, they've lost to Man United. They lost, I mean, they lost to Everton. They've not won since they beat West Ham. No, sorry, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm sorry, Steve. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Um, I am having to go for Tottenham with Brad. <laughs> I like I like playing against London clubs. Yes, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. Um, 
<laughs> you, 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 you all, you're still welcome. You know, if you don't want to come on, I understand now. You know, I might give it you back when we get to. I don't think Arsenal are playing either. Oh, that's all right then, Steve. You get away with that one. Arsenal aren't turning up either. Uh, Brentford against Newcastle. Um, two teams going in opposite directions here. Eddie Howe's finally got it together at Newcastle, and he's got a few wins under his belt now. Um, they've won three. Well, they've not lost in five. Then that's the thing. They drew with Watford, which they should probably should have beat. They beat the aforementioned Leeds, um, beat Everton, uh, beat Villa, uh, and then obviously drew with West Ham, which probably wasn't a bad result for them. Uh, Brentford drawn one in five. You know, they're, they're, they're just on a losing streak. Um, I hope Brentford stay up. I really do, but I am getting a bit worried. But for me, I've got to go. I'm actually going to go for a Newcastle win for him. I think Eddie Howe is is turning it round, and has he bought it? But then, if that was us, we'd 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 say the same, wouldn't we? Newcastle, there's only one way for them now. I can't see them getting any worse than they were. They've had their bad patch. They're getting the confidence, and you know they're grinding the results out. They're not playing fantastic football, but they're grinding the games out. And I think that's going to carry on through the momentum of the next few games. Mm. Brentford, really struggling. Um, I think you look at the the manager there, he's got to start changing and doing something different because he can't carry on all the way through the season like he has been doing. No. And I think I think the players look a bit, you know, look a bit lost and downhearted. So, yeah, Newcastle, I'm going to go for a Newcastle win as well. Yeah. Um, just a quick call out there for um, Simon. Thanks for popping in, Simon. If you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe. And to be honest with you, I did say to, to Brad before, Jason actually put his point across very well for, for the Brenda now. And I've known Jason a while and he's a, he's a, he's a fair bloke. And, um, you know, he, he did give us an honest answer and, and he put it across very well. Mike, yeah, Ars uh, Arsenal were due to play Liverpool, uh, same readers than us. Mike's gone, Brentford won Newcastle nil. Um, Scott's jumping ahead of me there just to confuse me. Uh, Scott, what did you go for for this one? Oh, he went Newcastle 2 nil for this one. Um, Brad, which way are you going to uh, jump this one? Have we lost you again, Brad? No, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> Earth calling Brad. <laughs> Don't do that to us. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, Brentford Newcastle. Because I don't think, I think all they've done is some cheap jewellery over the third Newcastle. And they're praying it's going to do enough to get them out of relegation trouble. Uh, and I'm not convinced by it. I'm still not convinced by it. Problem is Brentford and just as unconvincing right now. They can't seem to stop that run. I thought they would I thought they had it. But yeah. they find themselves in bad form again. But I would rather see Brentford get the win here and pull themselves further away from danger than I do Newcastle. It's kind of becoming like my uh, Spurs to Steve Lynott. Well it is to Steve Lynott's up there. So uh, I'm going to go for a front for win. Oh, okay. Which of us will be the first one to reach 100, Brad? Um, <laughs> now, I come on... I mean, in fairness to Newcastle, I know what you're saying. It Maybe they are throwing a bit of jewellery on the turd, but... 
they may be just signing players to do that first stage and keep them up, and they can afford oh, yeah. to do that, you know. Yeah. And then, so Newcastle, Newcastle, they're starting to gel as a team, mm. and I think um, if you think that you know, like a lot of people say, they're going to buy buy the way out of it, you know. I'd rather have sixteen players than one individual, mm. and I think if we can carry on the way he's doing. That is Newcastle's escape by getting the whole team to gel together. Because when you play a team that's solid and they're playing together, they are hard to beat. Mm. And then you know you, you find that with the, the top six teams, you top that you're playing, you're playing individuals in the Tottenham's teams, in your Chelsea teams, you know, and that's yeah. why it's so up and down. But if Newcastle can get the nucleus of seven or eight players playing together. That's that's what well that's what's happening now. That's that's what will um, take them forward. Indeed, and thank you, Scott, for noticing that. Um, this is it. You see, two uh, two um, two shows in the night. I can't do it. Let me just put Brad in there. There we go. Um, now Brighton on to Aston Villa. Um, we'll come to Brad first with this one because he. He has to now start saying that Graham Potter is the new Messiah um, for various reasons. He's got to he's got to stick up for Brighton, um, but Brad, I mean Graham Potter, you know he, he's he's going to start pulling his miracles out and be the good manager that he is, isn't he? Well, they need a response after Burnley, don't they? I mean that was probably the shock of the weekend. Um, yes. In terms of the manner of the defeat as well, Brighton suffered. But being as we're talking about Potter, the magic's wearing off on Steven Gerrard's, you know, premiership um, return. Seems like the last time he did anything, when he bottled it with Liverpool, he seemed to now bottle the mentor with Villa. They're on a bit of dogged form, if memory serves mm-hmm. right. They're not doing as well as it did when they first started. It seems like that magical effect of a new manager bounce has worn off and now we're seeing what he's really made of. Um, so this 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 could be the worst game that Brighton could have at home in a sense to, to kind of go up against to try and bounce back because Villa are de- just as desperate to get a win to get their season a bit more under control than it has been recently. But... I have to overrule the fact that a win for Brighton puts them probably at the same or further potentially ahead of Leicester, even more than they are. They're probably the team we've got to look at to kind of close the gap on first before anything this season. I think they are going to get the win. But it's going to be a close game. I was tempted to actually put this down as a draw, but I'm going to stick with Brighton. Steve, Villa only won one in five, and that was against Everton. They've lost the last two. They lost to Newcastle. Uh, yeah, they must have just played Newcastle because they lost to them two games ago. And they lost to... No, what am I saying? I'm, I'm getting my game mixed up. They lost to Newcastle two games ago, and they lost to Watford in the week. So they're, they're, they're losing to teams that really they should be, you know, Beating, they've made a couple of signings, a couple of good signings, in fairness. Um, and Villa, uh, but, but Brighton, you know, they, they, they've uh, they've lost the last two as well, uh, Man United and to say to Burnley. 
Um, is this the one where Brighton turned it round? I think um, I think this one will be a draw. I think um, the the England centre half disease that's going round. I think um, has, he's definitely got um, Maguire, but I think it's got uh, Mings as well. I think watching mm. the last few games, Mings has been a liability for Villa. He's made a, a lot of mistakes. I think he's not as solid as he used to be before. And I don't know if it's the arrogance of like um, I'm untouchable. I can you know play the normal way, but he's he's cost Villa a lot of lot of things over the last few games, and I think he's starting to be a bit of a liability. And I think that's where they've they've been shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. So um, Brighton, I think they're going to just keep on playing the way they are. They do need a result, but I think I, I think this one will be a draw. You're going for a draw here, Steve. Um... I'm actually going to agree with Brad. Um, I think who am I, I would look at this and thinking who's going to turn it around more, Potter or Gerard? Um, I'm surprised. I thought Gerard would be doing better, but I am going to agree with Brad and I am going to go for a Brighton win here. Um, Munzee, um, he predicts Leicester and Rodgers will bottle it again. Uh, coming from a Man United fan. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If we're talking about bottling it, I think Man United uh, are owning the, the, the Pepsi-Cola rights, aren't they? They uh, uh, can't even get a manager in. You know, they have to bring in a, a temporary manager till the end of the season, Munzee. You know, I love you, really. <laughs> right. Um, Crystal Palace, Burnley. Um, Steve, we'll stick with you first for this one. Burnley, obviously... Off the bottom now, it's very tight there. You've got uh, Norwich on 17, Burnley on 17, Watford on 18. Um, it was it was only the second win of the season for Burnley, but you know, the the it was 3 0, it was a convincing win against a, a team that we thought were going to beat them, Brighton, and they're up against a, a Palace side who haven't really shown, I don't think, their 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 full potential. Um, the Vieira magic seems to have sort of gone off a little bit. And again, you know, they haven't won in the you know in the last five. There again, you know, you, you're looking at a high profile manager that likes to change his tactics all the time. He likes to be uh playing negative. Palace have lost their attacking threat. Um Palace used to start, you know, go for the throat. They're starting mm. to play, play it more cautiously now, play it around the park, keeping hold of the ball. And um, they're not as potent as they was at the beginning of the season. Now, on the other hand, now Burnley's got a great result. You know Burnley's going to slog it out. Mm. And um, I think Burnley's going to take it to the next level now on this one and get a, two or three good runs. So I'm, I'm going to go for a, a Burnley win on this one. A Burnley win. Which way do you do you see it, Brad? Not not forgetting that uh, Dan only lives up the road from you and can easily ah. zip down and put your windows in. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll try and give probably as close to a, a Dan response as possible on this one. You know, it's kind of, you know, big win, clean sheet, off the bottom. For Burnley, everything's coming up Millhouse. You know, it's, it's, yeah, the cards <laughs> are in. They've got the Royal Flush at the right time. Burnley, it's, it's, this is the result. You... you you kind of almost were getting to a point of saying they needed, a, you know, a scrappy one nil win would have, you know, would have still survived. But to come with mm. such a, a boost of 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 a, of a big victory and to get a clean sheet, 
it's, it's even more interesting. You think they're going to go at this Crystal Palace side, who, like Steve said, have just lost that like, cutting edge up front. It's almost like we made the right decision with the right 20 odd million pound striker to bring in. Um, and yeah. yeah, I feel like maybe Palace are just Palace. You know, they're, they're finding where they belong, which is about 13th, 12th position where they usually finish. But the greatest respect of what they've got as a squad, it seems to be that's what they've reached as, as their, their goal. They maybe need a bit more added quality to become a side that pushes on a bit further, it seems. Um, mm. And with that in mind, I think Burnley, you know, nick it. I really do. I think they ride a bit of a wave now uh, that we bring crashing down to earth when we play them, hopefully. He says nervously, thinking about that now, predicting a burn. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I think they maybe get a bit of, bit of a boost and then swiftly back down to earth by Leicester. I... I'm going to agree with you both there. Um, I think it was the manner in which Burnley won. Dan is going to be pissed off with this because the weekend, I've always said that Burnley are going to get a draw or you know they, they can go in to get this and turn those draws they've been getting into wins. And every time I do that, they lose. And I predicted Brighton to beat them and they won. So Dan has begged me to keep going for, uh, for Burnley to lose every game. But... I need the points just as much as Burnley do. So I am actually going for a Burnley win. I think Palace are out of form at the moment. They can't seem to get the points in. Um, and Burnley, like you say, it was the manner in which they won. Uh, they got a good striker, by all accounts, in Veghorst. And I think um, they. I think that's going to give them confidence. And like I say, I just hope that they, uh, they don't carry that confidence on to the next week. And, of course, the bad news is that I will be doing a watch-along with Dan for the Leicester Burnley game. So that probably means we're going to lose it as well. Jason, good evening. Welcome back, sir. Um, Christopher will start strong. They're such um irritating team, but they will push our defence. No set pieces were not great at. Um I think you're going um I think you're going you ahead, you're on to, to Burnley there. But um Man United Watford, Steve. Um who would have known Watford last week would have got that win? Uh, Man United annoyingly won 4-2 because I had it as a draw. Um, they're sat in fourth at the moment. And in fairness, all, all respect to Munzee, they've not lost in five. Um, they've, they've beaten West Ham 1-0. Uh, they drew with Burnley. Um, they drew with Southampton. And those are probably two games that they should have won. But they did beat Brighton. And of course, they did a very good job uh, over Leeds at Ellen Road. And Watford, they've won one in five, which was the uh, the one nil win over Villa. Um, one way traffic, this isn't it? Um, there again, you don't know. You don't know with the Watford team when they play away. They're they're a different. Said that side. last time, didn't we? And we laughed at Steve. They're <laughs> a different side. Different side when they're playing away at Watford. Man United, they've they've got the results when they shouldn't have got the results. So they're getting a bit of luck now that they didn't have before. But I want Watford to do it. I want Watford to um to win. So on that reason, not on form or whatever, because I don't think the form tells you they're going to win, but I'm going to go for them. Yeah, for Watford. Watford. Um, Brad? Say it again. We laughed at Steve last time. <laughs> and look yeah. what happened. Um, but... I don't know. Manchester United have this habit of 
just starting to tick and then bang a shot loss or a draw. Hmm. But I think they're slightly better when they've got the crowd supporting them and they've had a few good results recently, especially the Leeds one. That that would have that pleased a lot of Manchester United fans with the way they managed to get the mental back and, and, and turn that game back into a winning winning one. I think they've got too much for Roy Hodgson. Um, I'm not sure what their record is when they've come up against a Roy Hodgson side. It's probably fantastic to watch me be completely wrong and Steve's a genius again. But I'm <laughs> going to say a Manchester United um, win. win. I, just right. think he's got, I just think they've got too much about them to to, to not win that one second yeah. time around. I mean, I look at Manchester United this season and they're, they're, they're basically doing a Leicester. You know, they're, they're, they're not doing what they should be doing for the players that they've got. And they've had to get an interim manager in uh, because the manager they want or, or, or possibly, you know, after can't join them until the end of the season. I mean, come on, this is Man United. They should be able to sort it out. That said... Regular viewers to my channel will know my feelings towards Watford and and Norwich. And that basically is, and I'm sorry, Steve, but Watford, you're taking up somebody's place. You know, you you come up, um, you, you sit in 12th, you sack your manager. Uh, it hasn't worked for you before. It won't work for you this season. I just want Watford to go down, disappear from everybody's memory for a few seasons decide what they want to do and then come back and do it properly because at the moment they are denying another team the chance to play in the Premier League um you know there's, there's nobody I think as a club that sacks a manager when you sat in 12th with about four or five games gone and then um appoint somebody who the season before couldn't keep Fulham in the division and you thought oh it's a good idea let's appoint Ranieri and then that's gone, and you've brought in Roy Hodgson, who's almost coming onto the pitch in his bath chair, to be honest with you. And, you know, you, you, even when you've got a decent manager like Nigel Pearson in, you, you know, you sack him with three games to go when he's just got you out the bottom three. And guess what? You got relegated. So, Watford, I want you to lose. Please, Man United, put four or five past them. Put, put us all out of our misery and send them back where they belong, and hopefully they won't come up for a few seasons and they will give us all a break from their uh, their stupidity. Sorry, 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 Steve, but um, I am going for a United win. Mike says, uh, Hodgson beaten his last two games against us, Brad, 2-1 and 3-1. I, yeah, I didn't know that, but like I said, there you go. That, that's yeah. a fact, I didn't know them, so... Yeah, well, yeah. Steve's going to get an easy win from this, aren't you, Steve? Hold well on, Chris, we've done it again. Every team loves to beat Ronaldo. That is very true, Dorco. Very true indeed. Um, yeah, man, Mike, uh, I, I hope it's more than that, to be honest with you. I really do. Let's put the first nail in those coffins. Um, talking about nails in coffins, we're coming on to Everton and Man City. And, I mean, Scott's called this one early. Everton won, Man City 7 I mean, I don't know about that, but Everton, you know, last five, you know, they beat Leeds 3-0. Uh, they, lost, they lost to Norwich, for God's sake. They lost to, um, they lost to Villa. 
they lost to Newcastle, but you know, and and they just lost to Southampton. I mean, Man City, we know what they're how they're doing. They've got to come back after that Tottenham blow. Um, again, the 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 uh, Frank Lampard. Everybody was shouting, "Oh, we want Frank Lampard at Leicester." Do we? Um, this is only going to go one way, isn't it, Steve? No, 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 no. I think Everton will raise the game uh, against Man City. I think um, if you look at the game against Tottenham, I think Everton are going to look at that and think, well, if Tottenham can do it and play the, the way they play they did, you know, why, why can't we? And I think it's a, on a few purely football basis, I want Man City to lose because I don't want the season to be over this early. I want it to carry on where, you know, other teams have got a chance there or there and make it interesting. So purely on that basis, I'm going to go for Everton. There you go, you see. There I am being put in my place by an ex-player. How can I argue with that? <laughs> but then again, I do look at Steve's prediction scores and think, yeah, maybe I can argue with that. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Um, I, I don't want the season to be over and I want Liverpool to give them a good fight. Um, but I don't think this is one that Man City will have much trouble with. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with totally what you say. I don't want to see, I want Liverpool to get close and give us a bit of a battle. But I'm gonna have to go for Man City because I can't see other than don't want it to be a 9 0 Mike because, um, that way, uh, our record would have to be shared again. Brad, one each there for Everton and Man City, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> it, it, this is going to be fun. Because Frank Lampard's currently proven he's got the same managerial now as Steve Bruce. Um, in my opinion, he's not oh, been really? great. He had one boost uh, against Brentford, who, in all seriousness, given the way their season's going, were probably not too arsed about getting knocked out of the court. Probably annoyed at the scoreline, but probably weren't too arsed. Survival was the keyest thing for them. Mm. And all it's done is probably give Everton a bit more of a thing they have to worry about, another game they've got to play. And, you know, now you're at a stage where you think, well, now I can't put out the kids and, and get thrown under the bus in the result because that'll do us no good. And now he's put them in a situation. Uh, I don't think they're in great form. And you don't want to go after Man City after they've suffered a loss like that against Spurs. I think it's going to be a rout. So, Man City. Yeah. Um, let me just add you in then, sir. Uh, having said that, this is the season, as we all know, that anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> and everything will probably come out 3 no winners or something. It'd just be like just be like that, uh, and Steve to get the point. Um, last game then, because there's only eight games, because, of course, we have got Chelsea, Liverpool in the Caribou Cup. We won't predict it, but we'll have a quick chat in a second about that. Um, West Ham United, you know, you look at them, they're in fifth now. Lost, lost, one, drawn. Sorry, lost, lost, one, drawn, drawn. Their last five. Wolves, well, we know they won the last one. Uh, they've won four out of five, and their only loss in the last five was to Arsenal. Um, I, I think Wolves um, didn't play well against us, and I'll give their fans credit for actually coming on and saying that they didn't and that we should have won. But I think Wolves can have a good push for, for Europe. Uh, again, for me, 
Wolves are going one way, West Ham are going the other way, and I'm going to have to go for um, a, a, a Wolves win on this occasion. Would you agree, Steve? I think this is really going to be a very low-scoring game. I think um, Wolves will make it a low-scoring game because uh, the, the way they play, West Ham, you know, not as potent as at home as they as they were in their recent start of the good run. So on this one, I can see this one being a draw. You're going for a draw. This is yeah. the first thing, the first week I haven't gone for any draws. I think, um, Brad, I'm actually straight off in agreement with Steve on this one. Uh, West Ham Wolves both having good seasons, one on slightly better form than the other. But I think the way they they kind of clash with each other, Wolves play a very low line between their midfield and defence. The defence is quite far back. They, 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 they push push out and try and do it quickly if they're going to do anything, whereas West Ham likes to be on the front foot. Um, probably, it'll probably kind of mirror the Leicester Wolves game in a sense of, um, you know, West Ham will be the team on the front foot more, but Wolves will hold that ball well when they have it. But they'll get mm. to a point where West Ham won't, They'll try and make sure they don't lose it, and Wolves will make sure they stay in it. And if it's nil nil at one one or one all by that stage, that's how it's going to end. So I'm going to say that both teams come away with a point from this game, and it will be a draw. Right. So that's a, that's quite a, an even spread there. Um, basically, nobody thinks Norwich will get anything or Aston Villa this weekend. Um, uh, or, or indeed Crystal Palace. Um, apart from that, it, it's a bit of a mix in there. So uh, it would be interesting to see. Now, as I say, not only am I taking over on Brad on this, I'm also leading in the uh, Turf Morehouse prediction, the Burnley prediction one as well. So on Friday, Brad, I'm coming for you again. I'm leading that one as well, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Yes, I am. I am. Only yeah. just, I would say, only just, but we started it late. Um, so that, that that's next week's football. I think we're going to have a good weekend because we are not playing. But, of course, there is the big match, the first final of the season, although Chelsea will probably tell you that was the uh, World Club Championship. Um, League Cup. It's funny, I can remember, Steve, when Martin O'Neill was, was doing his bit for them, for Leicester in winning that, that these big clubs weren't interested. Now, it's a definite way of getting into Europe, isn't it? Yeah, you hear them whinging about all through the season, about how many games they're playing and, and some cup competitions are no good and that. But like you say, as it gets towards the end and they're in the last 10, the last five, the last six, the last one, they're in the final... Everything changes and their attitude changes, saying, oh, it's a great cup and all this and whatever. But is it good to be in Europe all the time? I don't know. I don't think so because, you know, you're going about injuries, you're going about how many games you play. But for the big clubs, you have to get trophies. So, you know, that's that's how they look at it, I think. Yeah. And Brad, uh, there but for the grace of God could have been us, I guess. Yeah, it could have. Um, but the, the thing that does make me laugh um, is, you know, these these cup competitions are always only Mickey Mouse cups when you're out of them, aren't they? 
It's funny mm-hmm. how the mentor does change when your your team's in the final. Um, I think the League Cup goes quite underappreciated a little bit. You know, kind of like a superstar does outside the top six. I feel the League Cup doesn't get the respect it deserves. It's it is a trophy at the end of the day. It holds a lot of meaning behind winning what of it because you get Europe from it. I mean, I've never understood the mantra. Even if you're a team that's accustomed oh, excuse me, accustomed to, to, you know, Champions League football, surely if you're having a bad season and you still find a way to make Europe, it's a good thing. I don't understand these fans that sometimes look at cup competitions, European or, or the Car or the Carabao Cup or the League Cup as it's traditionally known as, why it's just given such a dim view because it's a good competition and it, you know, there's clubs out there that may never win a, a cup as high as that, let alone yeah. let alone get bored of winning one. Yeah. Well, looking at it, and I, I love the fact I've just noticed that Steve has got a, a description of himself behind there, uh, dark, delicious and hot. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes, I don't, I don't quite know how to... Uh, <laughs> that, I hope it was your wife that wrote it. Trying to tell me something, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hadn't noticed that before. I love it. I love it. Um, which way do you see this going, Steve? Chelsea or Liverpool's way? I think Liverpool will win it. I think uh, they're the team that go for the cup games, um, especially you know the final stages and that. But um, football's football. It's, it's what you know who turns up on the day and who wins. But I think Liverpool have got the uh, the pedigree. I think Chelsea have um, they've had their big European games this year, so I don't think it'll be a bother too much. But Liverpool are hungry at the moment. They want yeah. to try and win everything. Chelsea, I think, uh, are just being grateful that they're in every cup things and. You know, and I think that's where Liverpool will do it because they want it more. So one for Liverpool there, Brad. I don't care. I know you don't care, but you've got to pick one. Nil <laughs> uh, nil at full time. Nil nil at extra time. They all miss five penalties. The referee gives up and splits the trophy with them. No, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. No, no. Oh. This is the prediction show, after all. Um, <laughs> I'm, you know what? Jurgen Klopp can finally have his open-top boss. Let's give it Liverpool. Oh, two, two to Liverpool. Um, and I think, to be honest with you, I'm going to make it three. I think, I, I think Liverpool will nick it. Uh, I think it will be a close game. Like Mike has said, it's going to be a tactical game. But I do see, I do see Liverpool um, coming out. Scott says. Um, New Brad would say penalties. Um, Scott says, problem with the domestic cup nowadays is financially they're not as rewarding as places in the Premier League and European football. Um, and I say, Mike says, tactical final between two great coaches at good clubs with good depth and a low-scoring final. Um, indeed. So we're all going to think that Liverpool are going to win it. So... Thanks very much, guys. Um, a, a shorter one this week because we've only got the eight games. Like we say, come on, Leicester. We know you're not going to lose this weekend. So, And we get a clean sheet because we're not playing. So for the first time, um, it's... Uh, no, it's no, no, Chris. Chris, just got some news. I just got some news. 
they're, they're still going to see yeah yeah Leicester still managed to concede from a corner at the weekend though that's one thing <laughs> that always happens <laughs> this is true like you say maybe we should change our sponsors to Muller Corner <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> Steve, thank you very much, mate. Thanks for coming on as as always. Um, mm. I next week, it, uh, um, I think the predictions are going to be nine o'clock on Thursday, if that's okay. Yeah, um, because we're playing Burnley on the Tuesday, and it all gets a bit complicated. So, um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that one. But you've got Burnley on Tuesday. So, thank you very much for coming on, Steve. Appreciate us as always, and you giving your time. And stay safe, and all the best to you and all your family. You're welcome. Thank you very much. See you next Thanks time. So much, Take care, mate. Bye bye. Dark. What was it? Dark. Something can. And uh, I forgot what it said now. I'm going to bring you back in. Just oh, he's gone. <laughs> I'm bringing him back in to read it. But uh, there we go. Um, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm no, 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 no. I'm not being full for it. I'm not falling <laughs> for the games. <laughs> Mike's hoping for Chelsea, but that's because he's a Man United fan and he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like Liverpool. Of course, uh, 1958 was a good year. Was that? I've got to be honest before? with you, Dorco. I thought tyres were a good year. Oh, wah, 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 wah. Uh, that was bad uh, thanks guys that's it for another week um we'll be back on we're back tomorrow we've got the uh randers review with craig at seven we've got the craig doug quiz um mike i'm afraid who, who who did book double book himself with his own team's games you don't know when your own team games are what can I say? What can I say, Mike? Um, is this a typical Man United fan, Brad, do you think? Sorry, what was that, mate? As in, not knowing when your own team plays. Do you think that's a typical Man United? Yeah, these days it is. Yeah. Be careful here, Mike. Be careful. Stripped of his title challenge because he couldn't defend it, but he will be back, in all fairness. He will be back later in the season. Uh, and then, of course, we've got the match on Thursday. Europe, Randers, 4-1 ahead. Surely we can't cock this up. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have said that, should I? I shouldn't yeah. have said that. <laughs> People pick it for me lose. Yeah, you'll blame me now, won't you? Brad, yeah. thank you very much. I'll see you post-match on Thursday. Thanks for doing both shows tonight. You're a star, as always. Uh, no, if you want to follow right. Brad... His 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 um his descript his contacts are in the um in in the description below on YouTube. Um, thanks, Brad. Take care, mate. Speak to you soon. Speak to you soon, mate. Cheers for having us on. Cheers. Thanks for coming on, mate. All right, Mike. I'm ignoring that. Um, I am tempted to actually put you on a timeout for that. <laughs> um. Randers' leading striker will be back in the team. To be honest with you, I think if we get the first goal, it's, it's over. I do honestly think it's over. But, uh, yeah, no, Mike, don't say that, please. I say I'm going to have to uh, have to block you if you say that again. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't have favourites, me. Please, though, for me, would you please, 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 please do this? Watch us on YouTube.
Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Indeed, I will see you tomorrow at um, 7 for the Randers Review and at 9 for the quiz. Stay safe and remember, as I always say, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Good night. Lester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor and all podcast platforms. The Lester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Lester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Lester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.